Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week we have Jim Parkin, Ashley Chandler, and our guest this week is Crystal Horton. So we're really excited to have you. Thank you. So um, we're going to be talking about just persevering and holding on to God's truth and word in seasons that are hard um, and just focusing on him still being a good father, even though our circumstances aren't that way. So, yeah. So we really appreciate you coming. Thank you. No, you texted me and asked me. You probably are just learning about Are you just learning about it? Here's the thing on this, which is awesome, is because we don't need to get so heavy into the exact topic of suicide but like every single week three or four times a week someone will message me something from a, a veteran or a first responder somewhere in the state yeah. or in the country that's committed suicide mm. within the past five ah, or seven gosh, days that's so, sad. so today I got another one yeah. for a guy in Fayette County I don't know where that is that sounds somewhere in the south like North Carolina probably Maybe. Well, there's. I thought there's a Fayette, Indiana, too. Oh, yep. I'm not I think sure. there is. I didn't look that far. So I don't. I don't know. Geography. On their fire department, <laughs> and on Tuesday, so on yesterday, he uh, he committed suicide. Mm. So, as I've shared with my team here at TLE a bunch of times, and with Dina and stuff, my dream is to completely eradicate suicide. Yeah. You know, and I believe yeah. that God's going to make a way for that. Right. So, it's cool that you're here to talk about perseverance because <laughs> I think really. It doesn't come for what I feel like in my heart. That whole, this whole tragic yet normal problem in our country is based on hopelessness. It is. Yeah. And I think that it's not that hope is actually lost for those of us who are kind of are in the know, you know, who yeah. know Jesus. But I think that hope is being held captivity right. by the enemy yeah. via name it, politics, mm-hmm. social media. All that stuff. So people yeah. perceive there as being no hope. Right. Almost bamboozled by what we see. Right. You know, so what you said, you said social media. We see our friends are thriving. Our friends have a house. Our friends, you know, are making money and all these other things. But then where am I? You know, right. where do I fit in the, in, the, in that mix? And so then we lose hope because we're living paycheck to paycheck or um, we're dealing with sicknesses or we're dealing with all this stress and we don't know what what to do as believers yes we should have our hope in Christ but even as believers right we're struggling you know and um it's just trying to find that it's not even a happy medium just trying to find the lifeline you know yeah where Jesus is all that we will ever need and it doesn't matter about all the outside right. you know influences and the the pressure that we feel it's just totally tapping into that you know and I feel like once believers can fully grasp that it can go from without, from within to without. But if the yeah. believers, if we don't grasp that, where are we going to be? You right. know. So I mean, that's a that's like that's what Pastor Jim talked about. That's a goal. That's a Jesus goal. You know, <laughs> yeah. to where we eradicate yeah. suicide. But that's only by the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. You know. So I'm just that's 
that has me fired up. Like, man, we, do, we don't want to see suicide. You know, we don't want to see people losing their lives because they're they're in despair and they just give up. We want to be that, you know, the hands and the feet of Jesus to be the lifeline. So, yeah. Yeah. So I had the privilege of meeting you guys a few years back. Um, I don't know. You if just I'm, had Isaac. Just had Isaac. Mm-hmm. So it's really. Yeah. And I had Hannah. Yeah. You just had Okay. Isaac. So that's about five years ago. Yep. And my whole, I don't know, as a Christian, I know, and as a believer, I know my father is good yeah. and I know that he has plans for me, mm-hmm. but it's also been this like quiet stillness of, cause we felt him like just move and, and do things and open up doors and just make a way and stuff. And it hasn't been that way this time. And so not that I don't believe that his word is still true and that he's still capable, but it's almost like, okay, what are, what are, what are, what are you, what are you doing? Why? And what are you up to? Yeah. And, and not in, there's a really good song, um, that says you don't hide yourself to Jesus. Like you don't hide yourself from us to yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And your word says, if you, if we draw near to you, you'll draw near to us mm-hmm. and, and all these things. But at the same time, again, our circumstances will be so like just blaring in our face so loud yes. that it's like, but God, you like the disciples on the boat where they wake Jesus up and they're just mad. Like, don't you even care? No. Don't you know? <laughs> don't Jesus. you know? Like, oh. So, <laughs> so. And you know, all too well, we have been through some very, and it's not even been through. We are going through hard yeah. things and it's just. And you don't have to. And and I even to. I can cut and edit whatever. So it's like I you. The transparency. Well, I just want to give you yeah, off the hook, too, God, that you yeah. don't have to share whoever what you God don't. Goes, I'm okay with it. Um, That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's just been, it's been hard thing after hard thing after hard thing. And, um, yeah, since we've been here, it's just been, it's been a tough road. But it's been one of those things where God is stretching us, pruning us. That's my word, pruning us, you know. And so in the midst of that, like being in that pruning process and that pressure cooker, God is eradicating. That's a good word too. Eradicating those things that are not of Him. Yeah. And so to bring us to that to the essence of where we look like Him, we sound like Him, we smell like Him. You know, like we just we ooze God's aroma. And I'm not saying that we're there yet, but Lord Jesus knows. <laughs> Man, like it has. If I don't look like God by the time, you know, it's over. Something's wrong. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, I have, we've just, it's been that hard season. And what you said about being in the boat, I feel like I've been in the boat for like seven, eight years. Being in that boat and saying, God, do you not see the storm we're in? Do you not see it? And God's like, yeah, okay. So what? Do you not trust me? You know? Yeah. And that's the response I get every single time. Like, do you not trust that I'm God? And so um, Pastor Jim mentioned this yesterday about the gala, and it was like, not fundraising, it's faith raising. And I'm like, well, that is why we're here, you know, because I didn't know. And I'm like, faith raising. So now my faith is being tested, right? And we talked about that on Sunday, our faith being tested and God moving, moving in us to where it just... It brings out him. It brings him out, you know. Yeah. So there, there's no lack. And God's stretching my faith big time because this is a season where um, TJ is down, you know. Um, and it's been almost five years. It's been uh, one thing after another. 
and and I, I praise God for him because he's had to find strength. And so that has been a struggle. You talked about suicide. Not that he had those thoughts. And I don't know if you're going to edit this, but not that he had like thoughts of like, but it's, it's been dark moments right. where you feel like you're just, you're on an island by yourself. Yeah. Do we have friends? Do we have, and you know, yeah, we do have friends, but that's the enemy. Right. That extra chatter in your, you know, in your ear, like nobody cares about what you're going through. You have no money today, so what you gonna do? You know, or you don't have food, you don't have groceries in your closet right now. How you got a job? You know, so it's all these, all this extra chatter going on, and and I, it's still that that beautiful, still small voice that just whispers, "I'm here. I got you. Right. You're not alone." You know, and and that's where like I have I've been in the last. <laughs> How long have I had kids? Almost 12 years. <laughs> Almost 12 years of my life. Is that the common denominator? <laughs> Almost 12 years. And it's like, uh, God is still God. God, you are still good. Yeah. You will never change. My circumstances may change. You know, right. my job may change. My status may change. God is constant. Well, it's like survival yeah. a lot of times. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's like, so I've never, never thought or considered taking my own life but I can fully under for whatever reason I can fully understand and comprehend how one can get their mind in that space mm-hmm. and just do the to the nature of my job yeah and the nature of my job as a Christian like I can go places and just feel the evil mm-hmm. you know I can tell you that I've been face to face with the enemy and it's just by reaching back and just barely holding on you know the one part in scripture where the I don't know if the woman just touches the hem of his garment. Of his garment. Mm-hmm. It's just that kind of just, just that one little bitty lifeline yeah. is honestly the only way I've come back into the end of a shift because it's just, there's so much, you know, but yeah. it's, it's that, it's that constant, that knowing yeah. that God is definitely who he says he is. He is. Well, and I think when you faithful. go through something that long, yeah. I know that both Nick and I have had to face like, it's it's never going to change. Yeah. No matter how hard I try, it's never going to be good enough. No matter what we do, we're never going to get ahead. No matter, no matter, no matter. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I've, I've called you something different, and I've spoken something different over you. Mm-hmm. And even have a better understanding and, and kind of holy reverence of, you know, God gave a lot of promises to his people, and he right. didn't just bring them to pass in a, in a moment, you know, there, there's a process, you Mm -hmm. know, and even the Israelites, he brought them out of slavery. So he freed them in a day. Right. But even that was a process with all the plagues and everything that he, he did before Pharaoh. And, but he took them the long way through the, the, the harder way through the wilderness so that they would learn trust with him. Learn to trust him. Because if it says that if he took the shorter route, that they would fear war and turn back to to Egypt and go right back. And so I don't know. I don't want to go through hard things. And if it's unnecessary and if it's something that I'm out of my own, like, stupidness, like, fix the stupid right away, yeah. you know, right? like, yeah. so that I don't have to, like, let us gain wisdom so mm-hmm. that we know how to have healthy relationships and make great financial decisions and, and do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, be able to put the like know that I was obedient with what I had control over mm-hmm. and to trust him with the difference and know that he is sovereign to work in all things for my good um 
and he doesn't give sickness. He doesn't give brokenness. He doesn't bring destruction. But because he is so good, he can take anything and, and have it become a blessing exactly. because he's that good. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't want to go through hardship, but I, I, I guess my prayer in this time would be that, God, I want to know you so well, and I want something that nobody can take away from me because yeah. I have you, and I don't want to waste this time. Mm-hmm. It's like when you come out the other side, it's like, okay. God, I saw you in that storm. And it's, you said season, and mine is plural. You know, because it's seasons. And what do you do in those seasons when it's it's like one thing after another? And you're just like, God, I just want to breathe. You know, I want to breathe. I want to come out of this. And I want to, I just want to know it's okay. That's all I want, you know. And and I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has been through stuff like that. But it's just like, man, God. Okay, here's my faith again. It's being tested, you know, and and I was just reading um, in James, James 1 and 12, if your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. Mm. So even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will you will experience the blessings of God, you know, so that was just like we can find comfort in the word of God if we just read it. Right. If we. Not just read it, if we believe it. Right. And if we implement it and apply it to our lives, then we can see God's hand in the midst of it, even when you have 77 cents in your bank account, you know? And you know you have a bill coming out the next day, but you you know God is good because his blessings are, they're all, he's faithful, right? His blessings are, his promises are yes and amen. So it's just like, it's saying the word of God, speaking the word of God, believing that. God is who he is, you know, and I, I totally get what you're saying. So it's like there was a period where I was angry with God, you know, because I'm like, man, God, I said that I loved you and I believe you and I, I don't do anything wrong. You know, like, God, I, I'm your daughter. I'm your girl. Where are you? You know, and God's like, I'm um, I'm right here. I'm right here. And I've, I've been here. It's just a matter of me just letting go. Because I want to control it, you know. I want to control the outcome. I want to control the fact that TJ, that TJ won't need surgery again, you know. Like I want to control that, and um, but I can't, you know. Those are things that are outside of my control, you know. Right. So. And that's tough yeah. stuff. The things outside that yeah. we can't control. But what's powerful about the story you 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 mentioned about the the woman with the issue of blood. And remember 12 years, I said 12 years, and she had that issue for 12 years. Um, she persisted, you know, in the midst of that crowd. And, you know, with the crowd where Jesus was, it could have suffocated her, you know, because it was so many people around her. Right. But somehow, some way, she got through. And all she had to do was touch the fringes right. because that's what it was at the bottom, right? It was the fringes. And the power of Jesus left him. To be so filled with power... That is in your clothes, like man, that that's incredible power. But for me, that story speaks of of a heart for healing, a heart for I don't want to stay in my situation. I've been outside the camp for twelve years because I'm bleeding and I'm I'm not clean. I'm all these things. Nobody wants to be near me. I don't want to bleed anymore. But I know what you have is better for me. I don't even have to see your face. You know, right. I don't even have to see your face, Jesus. 
I just want to touch the fringes. I just need a little bit. Even if I get the dirt that you're walking on is enough. And I think that is where that's where our faith comes alive is when it's just like, oh, God, I love your face. I do want to see your face. You know their song, Show Me Your Face? I don't need to see it. God, I just want the fringes. That's all I need because that's how, that's how desperate we are. That's how desperate we should be for the presence of God to just consume us, you know, and to consume our circumstances, consume our life and change everything about us, you know? Yeah. That, like all of that is amazing and so hard at the same time. Right? It is. Because in these times, like you guys are going through stuff. But in these, so for, for me right now, I'm in a season of everything's clicking. Everything, the ministry is clicking now. Everything's moving along. Mm-hmm. My wife is doing school and being successful and we're busy, but everything's just seems to be smooth sailing. So how easy in those times is it to be like, okay, I'm good. I got it. Yep. I got it now, but so from my perspective, from our perspective as directors of the ministry looking at you guys, and we've talked about this before, I don't know if you remember this, but I completely believe that God is just refining you guys for the mission of this ministry. Mm -hmm. Because I've lived my whole adult life in service to something, be it the country or my community. I've been up against the fire. I've seen people die right in front of my face. Out of all the things that cause people to struggle in my industry, I've done that. You guys are part of us, but you haven't. Right. So what you're, what Nick's going through right now is preparing him for years later when someone's talking about anxiety so bad it's crippling, he's going to be like, bro, I've been there before. I know what yeah. it's like. We can walk through this. Yeah. And that's, that's what this is. And it sucks. I know it's painful. It's painful for us to watch it happen. Well, because I can't just like have a little cheer fest and give a great word of encouragement and like fix it all, you know, like inspire it out. It's deeper than that. It's deeper. It's deeper. That's the hardest part because we do want to be our husband's biggest fan. We don't want, we don't want to see them sinking. We don't want to see them struggling with anxiety, struggling with um, depression. We don't want to see them like that. But then it's like, that's when that, that warrior lioness spirit comes out. And it's like, God, you have got to be there for my husband because this is, he's in the trenches right now, you know? And I can only, I can say that because I'm there, you know? Um, Well, and to to believe in him past what, to believe in us, mm -hmm. to believe in what God's doing. Again, back to the very beginning, past the circumstances that I see, because I have been given authority in the name of Jesus Jesus, to claim what has already been given to us Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. And so, yes, it looks this way right now, but I get to stand, and that was something else just a few weeks ago that God showed me, like, you may not have had control of the dynamic in your home when you were a child, but this is your home, and you've given me dominion and permission to be in your home. So if you need to stand up in the middle of the day and just, you know, start shouting praises to the Lord and Mm -hmm. change that dynamic of your home, you get to declare it. I've given you permission. Like that's my will. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, both of us are learning how to like have that warrior spirit, like really fight for things. Mm -hmm. And again, not out of a position of I have to fight for myself, but because he's given me the grace and his, his strength to do it and permission to do so. Like he has our back, but it's, we haven't really needed it to this degree before now, yeah, you know? And, and all, remember I talked about, too, the pruning process. And Jesus says he prun- that the, the vine dresser prunes the ones that he loves, you know? So consider it that. God loves me so much to prune me. God loves me so much that, I, that I'm going through this process. So then when I come out of that, like, I'm, I'm more fruitful, 
You know, yeah. I can go back years down the line and I can I can produce and bear God's fruit because of that pruning process. It should be ongoing because if you really want to grow, don't you want to be pruned? You know, yeah. I think about the plants in my house, you know, and I I can kill some plants because <laughs> I'm not really I don't have a green thumb at all. You see, my thumbs are brown. So um, and. So, and I know, and TJ is real, he's really meticulous about this, and I just watch him, like, every day. He's always looking at the plants, and I used to take care of them, and now it's just like, I don't really have to, but it's like, you see a little brown leaf, right, and you're like, oh, man, the plant is dying. What am I going to do? So you try to water it, and you probably kill the plant because you overwater it, and it's just a simple of, like, cutting away, you know, like, get the scissors, just a little bit, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a not a biologist or whatever. What is it? A bot- is it a botanist? botanist? There we go. I'm not a botanist, and uh, <laughs> I'm not either. I'm not so either. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I said biologist, a botanist, and um, and just taking the scissors or just pulling it. Like it's it doesn't take much. It's like almost like getting a splinter in your finger or something. The pruning process isn't like ripping you to shreds. Okay, it might feel like that. But it's not. It's just little things that I feel like God is tweaking in us to get us to look like him, yeah. to be like him. So then when we're mobilized and our, our feet are on the ground, it's, it's God's kingdom. What you say, God's kingdom coming now because we have been through that pruning process. And it's that refiner's fire where we are. We are burning with the presence of God because we have been through those hard times. You know, Paul says, like, I've learned to I've learned to abound in all things. Right. I've learned to not I've learned to be without. I've learned how to I've learned how to be all these things so that I can meet the needs of those people. You know. Right. So that's I feel like for me, for TJ and I, I feel like that's where we are is that we've we've been on we've been on government assistance. We've been I've been the woman in the grocery store with a WIC check. And the wick check, I don't have the right amount of milk, so I have to go back to the to the aisle to get the right milk, or you yeah. have to send somebody back. I've been in that that position to where I feel less than, I feel hopeless, facing eviction, or you know, like there's so many different situations that we had, and it wasn't like it was something that was in our control. It, people can say that, go get a job. It's easy, right? Just go get a job. Sometimes it's not that easy. Right. And so how do you how do you meet the need? How would I have ever been able to speak to the mom in my classroom who doesn't have a job, you know, if I hadn't been through that, that same situation, you know? Or how would I be able to ever encourage a dad who's trying to go back to school if I didn't see my husband go back to school and have kids? Yeah. You know, so there's so many different situations that God put us in that now that I'm in the classroom and, and I'm coaching other teachers, I see God's hand at work five years ago when I'm sitting, or seven, eight years ago when I'm in Walmart struggling with a wig check, and I'm here now. You know, so yeah. it's just like God's hand has been in the midst of it all to teach us a lesson, to show us, like, I have to put you through these things. It may be hard, but trust me. You know, trust me through it, no matter how difficult it is. I, it's, it's better to trust them than to not. It's better to. Well, I think love the God disciples that not. say, like, Christ, like, where else would we go? Where else? Where else would, what I, else go? would I do? <laughs> like, there's no, there's no alternative. There really isn't. Like, what is it? You know? Right. Absolutely. What is it? That's what? My, that's like one of my favorite 
piece of scripture because it's coming off of, but they don't even know what you just did. Like, I don't even know what that was you just did, but where else are we going to go? Yeah, yeah. I used to always think that the season in life was so hard because I wasn't getting it. So I had to keep going yes. through yes. the lesson because I wasn't getting it the first time. You know, like, well, if you didn't hit, if you didn't get the first time, you know, you're yes. going to get the second, and then you don't get the second, and what are you doing? You know, you're just not paying attention. So I used to, my God, man, this is like year seven of the same stuff. Like, what's going on? Am I really not learning the lesson? And it really wasn't just about, it wasn't learning the lesson. It was about the surrender, you know, and I, yeah, that has been, that's been the way that I've been able to, um, truly understand not even just the heart of God, but the heart of my husband is surrendering, you know, and, yeah. and seeing, seeing TJ, I was going to say Tamir, but people probably won't even know who that is. Seeing TJ, um, <laughs> she's married to two men. Yeah. Like, who was that? <laughs> who's, who's Tamir? Um, I see him day in and day out praying. I see him in the word. I see him speaking truth. I see him fighting to be a better man mentally and spiritually because it was so hard for him because of the trauma that he faced growing up. And so it's been years of trying to come out of that, that trauma, of trying to break that cycle and to not live out of that mindset and to not, to not live from the trauma, right? And so God is doing a healing work in him mentally, physically, spiritually, and as he's doing that in him, he's doing it in me. And so, but I, I see that in TJ and it's, it's inspiring. And so it's like, if my husband, excuse me, if my husband can be, he's at home and he said, you know what, there's something, if I cannot, if I can't go to work because of my physical, my physical, he can't physically go to work right now. What can he do? So he wars, he praise. He's in the word. He is doing everything he can to cover us, to cover me while I'm at work, to cover our kids while they're at school, to cover the community, to cover whoever God leads them to pray for. So then that is, that's my motivation. Like, I know my husband's at home praying and I know he's doing the best that he can. And so, but that hasn't always been the case for us, for me to trust him as God's leading him. And so even in this situation, it's like, I still have to trust God. You know, even though I'm out, I'm out and I'm making money, it's still not my money. You know, right. it's not TJ's money. It's, it's God's money. You know, so then yeah. God's shaping that dynamic. I don't know if I'm making sense, but God's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's changing that, 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 that dynamic to where I'm not dependent on myself. Because for so long, I was always trying to fix everything to make it right and to make it make sense because... It just had to make sense, you know, and not understanding why I have to watch my husband suffer through these these things every single year, why he's not able to go out and be the the breadwinner that we we've you know society places on the on the role of the man mm-hmm. is to be the breadwinner, and then I'm like struggling, dude, you need to get it together, get out there because you need a job, you know, right. and so I'm putting this pressure on him. Not knowing that I'm not giving him the space to, for God, I'm not giving God the space to do the work that he needs to do in him, yeah. you know? And so I had to, I am learning to take my hands. I can't say I had to. I'm learning to, to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So good. 
Thank you so much for... You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's, it's fun. It's just fun. It is? It is, yeah. Cool. That's another really awesome episode of the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. And uh, thank you so much, Freedom Center Church, for your room and, and equipment to record and your love and support. We, we couldn't be doing this without you. We love you. Thank you for everybody that listens, um, our TLE fam. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we got stuff coming up that you can come join us and get connected and everything. So we'll catch you next time. All right. Peace out.